We love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure AdventureMission.org. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Wow, the last time Sherry Shepard was with us, mm-hmm. she's like, you know what's about to happen? You know what's about to happen to me? Yeah. yeah. She said, I'm going in for breast reduction surgery. Uh-huh. I'm like, and then when I saw your first day of season two right. and, and you announced it. I did. I'm like, we already knew that. It's all good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and it is, this was so funny. When I walked in, you were like, oh my God, you look good, but you would only look in my eyes. <laughs> like, no, you were afraid right to look down. Well, I right at them. Well, yeah, you know, both of y'all, all the ladies were like, girl, they look <laughs> amazing. <laughs> they look good. You they would do. not look, you can I'm look at them. Right. I'm looking at them. Right they, they are so pretty. <laughs> they, they are beautiful. Really are. They, they are beautiful. <laughs> when I tell you. I remember you saying, so what's it like? Because I had it done. You're like, what's the recovery? Blah, blah, blah. And then you went, I'm so happy for you. Can I tell you, first of all, a breast reduction, it feels so different. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel lighter. Uh, and then I got to watch what I eat because my breast was covering my stomach. So now <laughs> I would, I would, I was going to hit that taco bar with a vengeance because oh, when I should. have bigger breasts, oh. no, no, no. When you have, when you're double D's and triple D's and F's and things, n- n- you can't see the taco stains, you know, <laughs> nothing. You can't see where it's going. But now because I don't have them, it doesn't, it, like, if it goes in my stomach, you can see it. So I have to like, now I got to be careful about what I eat. You can't hide it. You can't hide it. But when I went in, the doctor, her name is Dr. Anna Steve. And, uh, uh, I and it's just, you're not paying because they didn't give me no kind of discount. I paid this out of my own money, okay. but um, because she's just amazing. At the same time, when I was there, she goes, "You have some back fat. I can take that off too." And I was like, "I ain't got no back fat. There's no fat on my back." When she started drawing with all of them Crayola crayons, I was like, "Damn, I did not know I had this much fat on oh my, my back." You don't realize how much fat you got on your back. Uh-huh. But you could have gone through your whole life without ever knowing. I would have never 
until I saw them crazy. She used every day. I said, how many markers are you going to use yeah. on me? I remember walking into the uh, operating room and I was nervous. And I was like, you know what? I think I've changed my mind. She puts up the pictures of yeah. my breasts. You know, because they take mm-hmm. the pictures, and I went, "Yeah, no, let me get on that table." Girl, <laughs> let me tell you, when you see the before and after, oh, like yeah. when she takes the before picture, I, I did not know they were that big. <laughs> I'm so used to having a bra hoist them up, right. and and it, when I saw them, I was like. How does anybody lift these? How did I lift these? I immediately lost about, I think, six or seven pounds. Yeah. Like, wow. I, I, that's how, who said that? Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. You that's said, that's a lot of boobs. It's a lot wait, wait, of boobs. Wait, wait, wait. You said 67 pounds? No, six or I'm seven. Like, I'm like, oh, damn, that was I don't know what men here. This is why we have problems in relationships. <laughs> Y'all hear what you want to hear. Right. Well, 67 pounds. 67 no. pounds. No, I did want to hear that. But most men, can I tell you? So, I, yeah, they took the pictures, and I sent pictures to everybody. And, like, I think the per- Garcelle movie was like, you got to tell somebody before you just be sending pictures of your boobs. Because they were so pretty. <laughs> right. And I was like, you got to see. They're, they're you're gorgeous. Proud, you're proud. And I was sending them to everybody. And then I think Niecy Nash was like, can you at least blur your face, Sherry? And I was like, but I need them to know these are mine. Yeah. They are pretty. And I they took, that. they was like, you know, it was great because like your areola, Elvis. <laughs> talk, like, can we talk about the areola? Go yeah, right can ahead. we talk about the areola? Let me tell you, I'm excited. This is stuff you can't do in your own talk show because you only got three minutes. You got to talk about, uh, I got to talk about Kim Kardashian. But I'm like, here, when I tell you, my areola was like as big as, they were like pancakes. They were <laughs> They were huge. Like silver dollar pancakes? Like, no, like big pancakes, like the right. natural, like <laughs> with maple syrup, strawberry, like you know, like flapjack. the full flapjack. That's okay. it. All right. And then so they made, they cut it and they made the areola like a quarter. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. What, and then, <laughs> so what do they do with the rest of it? I don't know. Maybe it's at the freaking museum. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea and do not care. And then they take all of the fat and they push it up. Yeah. Yeah. So they push up. All, so I didn't need no implants or anything. And then they take uh, my nipple was huge. You know, <laughs> it's like God knew I was supposed to be birthed in like six babies. Like I was going to be breastfeed and I only had one. So they, they made my nipples very small and they're perky now. Like they're really... See, I'm going to say that. Here, you want to look. I know. I know. But all y'all looking like they did. <laughs> I'm totally they, looking they, they make them hurt. Hold on, hold on. Elvis will not look down. No, I will. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. So when Danielle had her uh, her reduction done, yes. she said, I saw pictures. She showed them to us. Yeah. Because she's like, the, the gay guy. He's, he's yes. fine. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Because we, we can look at everything. I remember I, them I telling me it. that they put the nipple on the counter and they stab it every now and then to make sure it's still alive where they pour something on it to make sure it's still alive. That's, That's the weirdest story. I don't know if that's true. Sponge things yeah. you throw in the bath. Well, wait, wait, oh my God. Wait, time out, time out, time out. What happens if your nipple dies? Yeah. I think you I can know. lose. I'm, they tell you that when they put it back on, it can lose sensation. Yeah, like it, it can take up to a year yeah. for sensation. So you're still a little back. numb. In the, so it's in just the house. like a little numb. But they're so perky. Like I'm like, wow, these are. I never I, because they were so big. Like the nipples were down by my knees. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh my gosh, are they gonna say this? I asked my doctor, are they gonna be like perky 24 seven? And she's like, yeah. And it's it's uh, it's just a different feeling. It because well, I want to talk about that. Sherry, by the way, Sherry Shepard's here. I don't know if you knew oh. that. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, now in season two of a show that I love to watch. I'm usually here th- I'm at home doing the show three days a week, so I have you on in the kitchen when we're done with our show. And I'm oh. and you talked about something yesterday that ties into what we're talking okay. about here: confidence. Confidence. Yes. Um, oh, I talked about I bombed at the cellar. 
when yeah. I went and did stand up. Okay, yeah. yeah, talk about it. You know, Sherry Shepard done many things in this in this career in life of hers, including stand up. Yes, and you were asked to do stand up, and you hadn't done it in years, and yes. you kind of went into a little state of shock, like. Oh crap! What right. am I doing? Right, and it here? wasn't even years. I had gone on the road with Kim Whitley, but I hadn't done stand up, and I can do an hour and a half, you know, by myself. I go in headline, but you know, stand up is like you you have to do it constantly, right? To just your confidence. And there was a time when I was in L.A. I was going to four comedy clubs three times a week: the Improv, the Laugh Factory, the Comedy Store. I was a regular there, and then I would end it at a black club because black people are not spending money, and you're not gonna be funny. They will let you know. White people, at least a little bit, they're like, you know what, you bless. Your heart, we go. <laughs> you know, we're not gonna boo you because you got a great smile and cute, adorable. So you know, you got that. But black people, like, bitch, I didn't pay it. Oops, excuse me. You say okay, I paid all this money. If you're not funny, boo, get off. So, <laughs> I had to. So I was getting love from the white people, and I was like, but I gotta go to my people to make sure this is all working. Right. And so I was getting on stage. 12 times a week and doing it on the weekends with Dane Cook and and everybody. Um, and so my confidence level, you couldn't tell me anything. Now, because I do the show, I'm not able to do stand-up like I was and be and have the full mental capacity and energy to do a talk show because it's just me. I can't rely on four other women on the side of me. So um, I hadn't done it in, I think, since maybe May. Were you frightened? I wasn't frightened. I was just nervous because at the cellar, I said, is everybody 13 who is walking in this? They were all young people. And my stuff is I'm a grown woman. So I talk about grown. I talk about paying bills. It looked like their mamas paid the bills <laughs> when these people walked in. Like they were in college and their parents paid the bills. So I was a little nervous. And um, I, you start overthinking, like, is this going to work? And then because I hadn't done it, I was forgetting material and I was tired so I went up on stage and I said I just I want to just I need to hear myself talk and um it was really bad I don't think I said this was because some people when I said to the door uh person I said I have Sherry Shepard I heard oh my god Sherry Shepard so people bought tickets to see me and I felt bad because nobody was laughing I was like you didn't pay money for these tickets <laughs> and there, there was not a laugh and then I was trying to do new material my dad has dementia so I was like I'm gonna make this funny cause you gotta laugh and I did a dementia joke about my dad uh, you know get, having an altercation with another guy with dementia and but he didn't remember that he had the altercation and I thought it was funny <laughs> and every, yeah you thank you but people just sat there right <laughs> then people looked at me like oh my god that's horrible that's not what you want that's horrible <laughs> and I, I like said apologizing oh. to you I'm so sorry yeah they were like yeah they, they were like oh my god I'm so sorry and I said okay I'm gonna work on that and I I said, well, then let me tell my son, he got autism. They were like, oh, my God. You're alive. And I said, okay, this is going downhill fast. Sherry. Downhill fast. When you were telling the story yesterday, though, yes. you actually wrapped it up with a really great ribbon and talked about how you got to find I your confidence. Said, you got to believe in yourself. You really did a beautiful job with this conversation. I, I, you need to know that. Yes, I said you can't let... There's always a voice that will say to you, you're not good enough. Who do you think you are? You're not funny or you're not talented. And all somebody's got to do, they're going to rip the veil off and they're, you're gonna sh they're going to see that you have no talent, that this was pure luck. That is what the voice says. And that is what will make you run home and not do it. And I said, I don't care. And even when they weren't laughing, I was 
was like, I'm not getting off the stage until I get something. And then I was like, I'm not getting nothing. And they giving me the light. But when I got off that stage, I was like, you know what? I got on the stage despite that voice. You did it. Because the other voice said, Sherry, you've been doing this. This is your time. You are funny. You didn't pull this gift out of the air. It came from a higher source. God gave it to you. So if he gave you the gift to be funny then he's going to bless you to use it. And this is why I loved about you talking about this yesterday. Because yeah. how many people, like me and my kitchen or wherever they are, watching your show thinking, God, I, can, so good. I, can ap- so- I can apply this to my life. Yeah. Th- this is me. Sherry Shepard, she's talking about the things that are slowing me down. And yeah. you just, I just think you handled that beautifully. Let me tell you a story. So yes. I don't I don't know if you met Shelly Flash, she, uh, Two Girls Cook Shop, that brought these incredible talks. Oh my, I just it. did. I want her her story is incredible. She and her daughter, they used to go to all these uh, culinary events and they would clean up at the end of the night after these chefs. She came to the uh, New York City Wine Food Festival on tacos and tequila night and damn it, if they didn't win the competition. Oh my god! And that night, she went from being okay, I'm trying to make it in this business too. Here we go. And one thing she said about finding her confidence that night, she said, when we were announced a winner, she said, our posture. It changed. Went up. Yeah. And so I, I wonder, and I bring this back to you and your new life with new boobs. And I that's mean, definitely new posture. Yeah, the new, new posture. posture. <laughs> but there's, there's a new, there's a level of confidence that you allowed yourself to experience because of this surgery, it, you know? Just all of that. And by the way, and taking the rest of the comedy club, I went back to the cellar yesterday. I had 15 minutes. Yesterday, they gave me 10. I said, oh, they going to cut my time. <laughs> all right, let me. Well, well. And I said, I am not nervous. And I walked on that stage, and I slayed like you have never seen anybody mm-hmm. slay That must before. feel really good, Oh, my right? gosh. It was people going, oh, my gosh, Sherry, I love you so much. Same 12-year-olds over at the, in, the, in the crowd. I love you so much, Sherry. And, and I said my age, and they were like, oh, my God, you look so good. And I was like, I know I do. Mm-hmm. And the girl screamed, I love you. And I was like, I know you want me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I killed so hard. The comics were like, uh, there was a great set. And I was just like, and I told my girlfriend, you just have to keep coming back. You can't say, oh, because I did bad. I'm not good. You got to get up, brush your shoulders off. Don't beat yourself up. Get back up. Be- and I would have never done that. Like, And so I felt so good. I didn't go to bed till three in the morning because I was like, I killed I know. that club. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, yeah, so, but it's the fire within that actually made you great that night. Last it night. really was. Last it was like night, right? it was like tuning into who who are there you go. and what are you bringing, and you do bring something, Sherry. And so yes, and not, and I guess getting the breasts, yeah, it has done something. Is look as you're listening to this, you don't have to go out and get new breasts. I mean, there, there are ways in your life where you can give yourself the gift of confidence. <laughs> hey, I got I got Jenna on the phone, uh, calling from Wheeling, West Virginia. Jenna, say good morning to Sherry Shepard. What do you want to talk about? Good morning, Sherry. Hi, Jenna. Hi. So the Google gods are probably judging me right now because I sure am Googling before and after pictures of your boobs. <laughs> it's amazing. There you go. Thank you. Um, and now I, I know Elvis just said that we don't have to go out and get them, but I've already texted my husband. He told me to set the date. Yeah. Oh, now, interesting, yeah. Jenna, because most men, when I told them, they were like, why are you doing that? Uh-huh. You ain't got to cut. You know, and no. I'm like, it's not for you. Right. Men get so disappointed because they're like, I, they want to hold. Now you want to hold them. Now you want to cry in them. Now you want to worship them. When you tell a man you about to get them cut off, I think all the comments are like, man, they gone. Oh, man. So I'm glad your husband is like being supportive. I thought they used to say more yeah, than a handful's a waste or more than a something's a waste. That's what they said. But no, when 
I told everybody, a man, they were like, why? Why? Yeah, they do that. Like, they were like Florida Evans. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> That's an excellent call from you, Thank Jenna. You, and I'm glad your husband's nice and supportive. Set the date, he said. Set the date. All right, you got, got a good, you got a good guy. He's got a great woman, Jenna. Thanks for listening to us. Thank you. Bye. I love these texts. Uh, Googling before or after picture. <laughs> uh, Sherry, I effing love you. I needed this message badly. I've just come oh. back to being a screen actor after hibernating with my kids. I feel so, I feel I'm feeling you so much. Thank you. Oh. I mean, the, the texts go on and on and on. I mean, Absolutely. it's so true. Like you have to, you have to say. I, I always tell people if you want to know like what your purpose is and who you are, sit in a room full of your closest friends in the middle of the room in a chair and let them tell you everything that they love about you and lean into that. Mm. Lean into that for those times when that voice and that voice never leaves you. But sometimes you can lock her out of the house that tells you you're not worth it and you can't who do you think you are that you can do what they do that you can start that business because she will always be there or he but the thing that drowns out that voice is if you're consistent if you start I've never written before well just start I don't know what to do just start and the more you do it the more it can drown out that voice of you Amen. don't you don't deserve it. Amen. Let's talk about four daytime Emmy nominations, <gasps> shall we? Oh my! And can I tell you, I have my whole team who were all that my whole team was with me were all nominated for Emmys. Yay! My hair and makeup, wow. my digital Tori, yeah. who's here with the digital, right. nominated for hair and makeup, and me. Everybody's nominated for hair and makeup. If they win, it's gonna be a nightmare over at that daggone show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope they do. Let me say, it is nothing like somebody who's never been nominated and then they win. Oh my gosh. It's going to be a bunch of monsters. They're going to have lawyers negotiating their contracts. (laughs) I love it. So, I mean, you already have an Emmy for The View. Uh, right? Yes, I have an Emmy for The View. So, look at you. I mean, I'm I'm excited. And you know what? And this is why we, it's a gift that you're with us. I'll tell you why. Because we all need to hear this. We all need to hear someone that is just radiating this heat. And this passion, and uh, we want to hear it. We're hearing you, and we need it. We, everyone needs it. You got to keep in mind. I, look, I know you want to entertain people. You want to be fun, and right. you're, you're you're changing people's tra- trajectories today. And I think. That's I think, you know, thing. I think I like to remind people that this some people forget that I've been an actress for a long time, but this dream has been over 20 years. Mm-hmm. I've wanted a talk show 22 years ago. I did a pilot for a talk show back before I got the view. So it was like 2004. I did a pilot on the Regis and, and Kelly stage. Right. And I and I know why I didn't get the dream in my 20s, because if you said stand on your head, I don't even like, OK, if it's going to make people laugh. And that's what I did. And they kept coming in my room when I did this pilot going, we need that thing that we see on stage. I didn't know what they were talking about because I didn't know who I was. So he had to prepare me. And for me, it's God because I'm very spiritual. He had to prepare me. So everything that I did, doing the view, I had to work with a very woman who was very hard on me and learn how to deal with a person that's difficult, who's demanding. That was Barbara Walters. I love her because I cried, but I learned to not take stuff personally. I had to learn to not take social media personally because on the view, Joy said to me, Joy Behar, when you open your mouth, half the world's just going to hate what you say. So I had to learn all that. I had to go on a dish nation and learn to do a prompter. You can't beat me for reading a prompter because I put out my jokes on prompter for my show. Mm -hmm. But you can't tell I'm reading my jokes on the prompter. So all of the stuff was just preparing me for the moment at 55 years old. 
to get this dream. So when people think it's over, oh my God, I'm too old. No, you're not. It may be you're not ready, but take the leap start. and get prepared. Get Just started. start. But Stand up. You gave me, me. me a great visual. Standing on, on your head on stage. Before the no. operation, you should not have done that. <laughs> I should not have done it. Secondly, but I sure did try. Texas, uh, a text. Thank you, Sherry. I needed to hear this this morning. I've been struggling with imposter syndrome since landing my dream job. Oh. And you make me feel like, bitch, you got this. <laughs> That's what your son needs to be in your cubicle or your office. Bitch, you got this. We were just talking about, Nate and I were talking about this the other day, that within the tools you have, self-esteem and confidence is the most important thing. Of course, outside of health. But if you have confidence and you believe in yourself, you convince other people to believe in you whether they did or not. When you doubt yourself, people feel that. They can pick up on the sadness or the lack of self-esteem and all that. And it's just a disservice to yourself. But if you walk in the room, how many times have we seen people not really qualified to be doing what they're doing but they sit there and they look you in the face and they're like no i'm good at this i can do this and And we all just say okay as women we have a problem with that Mm because men y'all and i'm not saying you elvis but (laughs) a man could go in there don't know what the heck he talking about but he walks in with that doggone bravado and swag and people do women we have a hard time doing that we have a hard time uh bragging about our accomplishments we have a hard time doing that but even if you don't have the confidence Act as if. Mm -hmm. Stand in front of that mirror and say things like, no, not I'm sorry, I can't. No, that doesn't work for me. Do that kind of thing. And so, because it's not like I'm confident every day. Before that door opens, I'm praying like crazy. I'm going, I have no jokes. I'm all over the place. Oh my gosh, I don't feel, I got this, Willie didn't put me in this outfit and I don't feel like I can pull it off. Oh, did you, I'm knock needed. I don't have any hips. I got like, I go through the game. They're going, we're going to have a good time. No, we not. No, we not. You talk yourself out of it. You you can talk yourself out of it. And that everybody knows behind the stage, Sherry can be. But then I, I calm myself because I also go, it's not about you, Sherry. The audience who is watching and the audience that's sitting there, they need joy and laughter and fun because they're going through stuff. So if you take it off of you, give them that. Be of service. And then once, and I go, and Lord, give me some jokes. But you, I'm, I was sitting there around, uh, interviewing Lorenz Tate, and I said, who is this? What is his name again? I'm 56. I, gotta put, I had to push a dump button. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all got me so damn comfortable. No, no but this is good. Oh, my gosh. She said the brown word. Okay. No, but here's the thing. This is what I love. If if a, if a guest comes in here and lets the uh, the, the brown word fly or the F word, whatever, that means you're comfortable and you're having a good time. Yeah. I'm always so so pick up where you were. Sorry about that. No, I, it's this just this is what I hate thing. about these, these this broadcast thing. Yeah, but you have to. You know, I, I want to be respectful, but it's like you you can talk yourself out of it, and I, if you can take it, Whoopi Goldberg said this. Take it off of yourself because it's about who you're being of service to people. You got to take them on a journey. And that's what I and so I start when they're singing the theme song, I start praying for the audience who's watching me on TV, the audience who's sitting out there that I, that will see me live, the person that's having coffee. I pray that they'll be better than when they came. And I pray that they'll be able to get a little bit of the joy from me to be able to go out and 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 face the day. Wow! And then so it, I forget about oh you knock needed oh you you don't have any hips oh the skirt's not fitting you oh you got a little bit of you know 
a little bit of a stomach. I don't even think about that. I go, how can I service this audience when there I'm looking go. in that camera? Being oh, of service. Awesome. Look, look at the list of, of things we, we've talked about today. Being of service, learning to say no. Learn. I mean, just being confident in yourself. And it's, I love having you here. And I will tell you this. You. Between season one and season, well, I've seen so far in season two, what, three, four days? What, uh-huh. three days? Different, different show. Oh, in my wow. opinion, I don't know if anyone is that a bad thing to say. No, it's not because we hired we hired a bunch of new people because you know I came in and I needed I had a vision and I needed people. Sometimes, uh, you know, when you're somewhere too long, you get you get complacent, you get comfortable, and I needed people to be as fired up as I was because I tell my crew and staff the first day I said we're it's an honor for us to be on the air. There are talk shows that could not come back mm-hmm. and we don't ha- we didn't have WGA writers so we were allowed to come back do you understand we all have a job we have a crew you are working it's not rocket science all we got to do is make people feel good we could be at a grocery store bagging groceries but we get the privilege of making people feel good so i said so when everybody you feel like you want to complain we got a job and it's a nice, it's a really wonderful, wonder, from the camera crew to the producers. And so everybody is fired up well, and they're excited. So thank you. From then the outside I would have caught in, that damn COVID. Ain't that about a blip? Ain't that about a blip? I was like, somebody didn't gave me COVID. How many times did you get the, uh, the COVID? I got COVID when I filled in, uh, when I was filling in for Wendy. That was the first time. Mm-hmm. They decided to have a Christmas party. And they was like, it'll be all right. I said, somebody gave me that damn COVID at their Christmas party. <laughs> Throw it on fire. Damn then I had to, they had to put me up in a hotel for a whole week. And then the last time when I ended officially for the summer, and I knew I was going to have a talk show, got COVID again. Was about to, my son was like, okay, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I had to send her back home on a plane. I got COVID again. And then I was on the show. I'm the only one on the Sherry show that got COVID. Do you know what? It's like to have to call people your guest John Batiste who's about to go oh, to Paris yeah. and, and, and oh my god he's amazing and tell him I got COVID I gotta call Julie um Julie Chen and tell her I got COVID when I had to call Leslie Jones she was like bitch what Leslie Jones was like I got a whole tour I am going on did you hug me Sherry I was like calm down she was like no cause I'm about to come over there and kick that COVID out your ass did you hug me Sherry hear her saying that Leslie was like how close did you get to me bitch and I was like Leslie Calm down. She was like, no, I'm not calming down. Now, that Leslie you saw on the show with the pretty yellow dress on, being out, no, sir. When I was on the I was like, hey, girl, hey, I got something to tell you. She's like, yeah, we was good. That was good. Girl, you know I love you. That sisterhood is everything. I said, I got COVID. She's like, oh, no, bitch, you ain't got no COVID. I know you ain't telling me. I know right now, I know you not telling me that you got COVID and that you could have gave it to me. Is that what you saying to me, Sherry? And I'm sitting here like, I got, I'm sick and I got to fight this girl. Oh my God. <laughs> Leslie Jones, Michelle Buteau was like, girl, it happened. She had a little, a panic attack because she was like, I'm going on like to London to do stand up. But everybody was cool. John was just like, Sherry, you know, I love you. You just, I love girl. I'll be fine. I'll be all right. You know, he just started like jazzing on me on the phone. That Leslie Jones. And I, she was like, you know, I just don't appreciate because uh, you could have told me that you had COVID. Bitch, well, I, I didn't know what? I had COVID. I keep trying to tell you I had no symptoms, Leslie Jones. And
And she was like, I just, you know what? Now that I'm thinking, every day she was like, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, you was up in my dressing room, came hugging on me. I was like, Leslie, I didn't know I had COVID. I'm texting furiously. I didn't know. Girl, I would never hide this. That's why I'm calling everybody. I'm not sneaking around. She was like, you know, I just felt like I'm going to whoop your ass, but I got to go on too. I got to do this. You know, I didn't test the negative. Every day she's like, I didn't test the negative today. I was like, Leslie, I swear to God, y'all bar Leslie. Put her face, face all over the wall. Leslie Jones is not allowed. Nowhere 10 feet around me because she want to fight. She, so she is fine. Now you got to be scared. Wait, she gets COVID a month from now. She's still going to blame she's you. She's still going to yeah. blame yeah. me. Yeah. Maybe a year I said from this now. friendship with Leslie Jones, and I, I think it didn't come to, did you, what did boys and men say? We didn't come to the end of the road. <laughs> Leslie Jones, but now her book is number 13 on the New York, and I was like, yeah, now, see, all right, now your book is number 13 on the New York Times bestseller. And she said, yeah, but you still almost gave me COVID. No, you almost. So, <laughs> I said, oh my God. So then when I look back on it, I look back at our clip. Leslie, here she is. She kept going, girl, you was amazing. <laughs> All that breath was, I said, Leslie gave me COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Jones gave me dang on COVID. How she ironic is that? <laughs> You, Leslie, Sh- I love you. Sherry, having you here is just a gift. And thank you so much for <laughs> coming. Oh my god. I got the light. You are no you no, I got the light. You can stay all day if you want. I'm telling you, you, you really woke us up. Okay. I do scream a lot. I get us I get excited That's okay. and I, I scream. These microphones are built for screaming. They have a sign when I'm on my show and they'll say stop screaming. And that means I'm just having a good time when I start screaming. Oh, no, no, whoever has that sign that should be like no, no. Yeah. Never ever let them do that. Uh, two things, two requests. Uh, yes. number one, uh oh uh Mikey Russo, my best friend. I know you. <gasps> my wedding planner. Yes. Mine too. Oh, uh, I didn't, the marriage didn't last, but that friendship is forever. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he and and <laughs> I want you to stop off and meet Shelly Flash, Two Girls Cook Shop on the way. I you, did. You, I want her to come on my show and, and share her story. Yeah, her oh story. You, yes. So you heard the story. It's amazing. You told me the rest. She didn't tell oh. me all of that, but oh. you told me. And now I really want her on the show. Because at first I wanted her to come and like cook for the crew. Mm-hmm. I want her on the show. You do. Yeah, you, I you, want her you, on you the do. show. You do. She's, she's got amazing she's story. She's going to inspire. You're amazing. Season two. It's going on. We got new boobs, new season (laughs) and wait till you see our Halloween show can you tell us who no I'm not telling you but you better girl that just shut the room down you better was you honey we not playing around oh yeah (laughs) Danielle's gonna show up in full costume right (laughs) please a round of applause for Sherry Shepard thank you so much you are so amazing hey yo what's up this is Eminem hey this is Ava Max Justin Bieber here hi this is Elton John this is Britney Spears Elvis Duran in the morning show